reaching Israel and the world and the world. We say Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Holy, holy, holy is our God, our Almighty Father. Hallelujah. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Cynthia Marjorie, my love, you know, when we speak about glorifying the Lord, holy, 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 it really puts us in a state of prayer. Because mm. prayer is really walking in communication with the Lord. It's being, wow. it's being alive to Him. Yeah. And the way for all of us, myself included, to enter into a deeper, deeper experience of eternal life, of His reality, is by being so open and transparent with the Lord that He can cleanse us in our innermost being. It's only as we bring to Him what is covered, it's only as we bring it into His light that healing and wholeness takes place and we're brought into union with Him. And my prayer is that the Lord is using these broadcasts on authentic prayer to bring His people into a, different, a, a deeper experience of this reality. Amen, amen. We really live on a superficial level. When in, yeah. in comparison to the Lord, His kingdom, His holiness, eternal life, we live on such a surface level every day. And he, he's, he's like deep calling unto deep. He's calling us to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And so today, we just embrace the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, and go deep. Amen. Baruch Hashem, beloved one, bless the name of the Lord. We're continuing a remarkable series today that I'm calling Authentic Prayer. If any of you have missed the earlier episodes on this series, and I'm not just saying this to say it, I really would like to encourage you, go back and watch it from the beginning because I'm sharing some things that I think the Lord can use to help set some people free. There's a lot of confusion about what prayer is and people are feeling a lot of pressure as to how to pray, as if there's you know, one correct way to pray. There are so many things that could be said in this series. And I did say some of these things on the earlier episodes, beginning with simply talking to God, that's authentic prayer. But rather than going ahead and rehashing all the things that I've already stated, I'm just gonna again ask you to please go back and watch the other episodes. What we're doing today is we're gonna continue in one of the most authentic prayers in the written word of God. It's the, it's the prayer of David in Psalm number 51. The reason that we're spending time here is that we can learn some lessons that have real value for us because we know that David was a man that knew Yeshua, he knew Jesus, and he was led by the Spirit. In fact, Yeshua, Jesus quoted David when he was uh, arguing with the Pharisees and the Pharisees were trying to trap Jesus and they asked Jesus a question. And she said, I'll answer your question if you answer this question. And then Jesus said to the Pharisees, who was David talking to when he said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit here until I make thine enemies a footstool under your feet. And so it's a miracle. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's so incredible to me that David in the Hebrew Bible, in the Old Testament, he knew the Messiah. So David said, the Lord, Father, said to my Lord, speaking of the Son, speaking of Yeshua Mashiach, sit here 
until I make thine enemies a footstool at your feet. The point that I'm making is that David, the Hebrew king, knew Jesus. And so knowing that David knew Yeshua, knowing that the Psalms were inspired by the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, there's valuable insights that we can glean and apply to our own life as we study David's prayer walk. And so I've been in Psalm number 51 for several weeks. I wanna launch right into where I left off last time. And I'm gonna pick up where David said in verse number six, he said, behold, you desire truth in the innermost being. So think about this, what is the Lord after? He's after connecting with you in the innermost being of your soul. Let's listen again, Psalm 51 verse six. Behold, David said, he's in the spirit. You desire truth in the innermost being and in the hidden part, you will make me know wisdom. I want you and I to consider this aspect of connecting with God at a deeper level. David said, in the innermost being. How many of us are even faintly aware of our innermost being? How many of us are so connected to the outer world, we're not in touch with who we are on the inside? Eternal life spreads from the inside out. God wants us to return to living from the inside out. He wants to draw us back in to our innermost being. But as I said in an earlier broadcast in this series, ever since Adam and Eve sinned, mankind has been running from himself. Remember Adam and Eve sinned and what was the next thing they did? They ran from God and they ran from themselves. Why? Because they felt such insecurity inside, they felt shame and nakedness. So ever since that time, humanity has been in a plight of running from themselves and running from God. And the only way to be fulfilled is to stop running, to stop trying to cover up that nakedness, that guilt, that insecurity that plagues humanity with the things of the outer life, and instead just practice sitting before God. And by doing that, he's gonna help get you in touch with what David called the innermost being. See, the Lord said, be still and know that I am God. Let me say it again. Be still and know that I am God. So in order to know God, we have to be still. And being still involves fasting from those things in the outer world. Many of us can't be still. We have to have that phone. We've got to have that phone in our hand. It's amazing to me how the devil has so succeeded in capturing humanity through their smartphones. I mean, everywhere you look, people walking around all day long, connected to that smartphone, constantly being drawn outside of themselves to seek some type of satisfaction from the outer world. We know that every time people get an email, every time people get a text, it causes their, their endorphins to secrete so that they get some kind of little high from it as if there's some kind of answer there. There's no answer there. Eternal life 
is found on the inside. So David said, you seek truth. He was speaking to the Lord. Let me read it again. Behold, you desire truth in the innermost being and in the hidden part, not out here, but in the hidden part, he said, you will make me know wisdom. What did Paul say in the book of Colossians? I know I quote a lot of scripture, but you know, it's the word of God that sanctifies us. It's the word of God that washes us. Paul said in the book of Colossians that the mystery of the gospel is Christ in you. And so all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are in Christ. And where is Christ? In you. Jesus said he would become within us a well of living water springing up to eternal life so we'd hunger and thirst no more. So authentic prayer has to do with connecting with God, listen now, in the hidden part of your nature, in the innermost being. This is why Jesus speaks about going into the prayer closet to pray. What does it mean to go into the prayer closet? It means that you go into a secret place where you're alone with God. So there's a price to pay for this. There's, a, there's an excruciating pain that many of us experience when we disconnect from the outer world to sit before the Lord so that we can get connected with him in our innermost being. But if we're willing to die to ourselves and go through the pain to get connected with God on the inside, if we're willing to fast those things from the outer world that are connected to the flesh, then we might discover God on the inside The reward and the fruit of that is that we're going to be able to drink of the well of eternal life that's not found on the outside, but it's found on the inside of man where the Lord has placed his son, his spirit, and eternity. See, eternity is found within. Paul prayed that the eyes of our heart would be enlightened, that we would understand the riches of God's inheritance in the saints. In other words, there's something in you. God's inheritance is in the saints. It's not in the world. It's not in something you can see on the outside. It's invisible to your eyes. It's in you. And that's the place we need to connect with the Lord with in prayer. Now, remember, I said that it involved fasting to get in touch with this place that David referred as the innermost part in Psalm 51. It takes fasting because fasting has to do with disconnecting with those things that the outer man is connected to. Fasting involves cutting ourselves off from everything in the material and the visible world. Remember Jesus said, he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. So there's a price to pay for this. There's like a, like a dying to the flesh. Jesus said, unless you pick up your cross, deny yourself and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. So I'm calling God's children to a place of radical obedience, of denying the flesh in order to get connected to Hashem, in order to be fused with Father God's spirit that lives on the in side of you. But as long as our energy is looking out there somewhere, as long as we're looking outside ourselves, we'll never get connected to where the mystery of the gospel dwells, 
which is inside us. The Lord's been speaking to you about area or areas in your life and you haven't obeyed them. I want you to step out of where you're at and come forward. Of those of you that's up here, I want to get a testimony today of what it was Jesus showed you that you hadn't done. Listen, this is so this is so special because the Song of Songs ends in chapter 8 where she goes to meet Jesus in the garden. And you know what he's doing in the garden? He's serving to people in the garden. And that's what he's calling us to do. And I see the beautiful tears coming from your eyes. And I want you to know this. The important thing is to start. And don't worry about making a mistake. When you fail, you know what you do? You just keep on trying. You keep on keeping on. And God's going to teach you as you go. God loves you. He's done something very special to you today. Amen. Beautiful. The purpose of discovering the Jewish Jesus is to evangelize and make disciples through the preaching of the gospel to Israel and the world. But this can only be accomplished through faithful partnership from viewers like you. If God is moving on your heart to become a monthly partner, call 800-777-7835 or visit rabbipartners.com. When you become a monthly partner, Rabbi would like to impart into your life with a very special gift, an authentic shofar made in Israel. The shofar proclaims Yeshua's return and announces the kingdom of God upon the earth. Begin your monthly partnership today. Behold, verse number six, Psalm 51. You desire truth in the innermost being and in the hidden part you will make me know wisdom i like this in the hidden part you will make me know wisdom do you know that in judaism wisdom is the chief uh, the chief attribute for example if you look at uh, at the book of proverbs god is speaking to us there personified through wisdom so wisdom is the ability to understand. Wisdom is beyond even knowledge. Wisdom is the most primordial uh, uh, way of knowing God. It's just a, it's an understanding that's deeper than an objective fact level. It's a knowing. And this is what God wants to do. He wants to, to, he wants to bring us into a place of knowing. But there's a price to get into this place of knowing. And I'm certainly not someone that has fully arrived. I'm on the journey to experiencing more and more fullness of this that I'm proclaiming, just as we're all on the road to perfection. That's what Paul said. He said, it's not that I've obtained it, Paul said, or that I become perfect, but one thing I do is I press on towards the 
upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So Paul had the vision of what was possible and he was pursuing it with his whole life. And as he was, he was entering into more and more fullness of it. And that's what I'm calling the saints to today. That's what I'm appealing and calling you, you to. There's more, there's always more in Hashem and Father God for us. Let's continue on. David goes back and he realizes that in order to enter into this reality, this fullness, he needs a deeper cleansing. So he continues on this theme of cleansing, which he already spoke of earlier in Psalm 51, but now he returns to it in verse seven. He says, purify me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Let the bones which you have broken rejoice. And so I want to make the point, let me say that again. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Let the bones which you have broken rejoice. What's the point? David realized that he could not experience God's joy until he was first cleansed. Notice the connection. David said, purify me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. So he has to be washed and purified. And then he says, make me to hear joy and gladness. Let the bones which you have broken rejoice. David understands that there can't be any joy without first being cleansed. But how many of God's people inside the church building walls are trying to have joy and yet they've never been washed? They're living lives of fornication, some. Living lives of spiritual mediocrity, and yet they want to rejoice and have joy, and they can do it as long as the worship music is playing at a decibel that's making everybody lose their hearing, and they think that's joy, but that's not joy. They're just being thumped up by some material fleshly drumbeat, just the way people get out of their mind at a rock concert. You can date me now when I think about rock concert. I guess that was a type of music that was more popular in my generation than it is today, but you understand the point. No, the truth is, is that true joy is not dependent on the volume of the amplification in the sanctuary or on the percussion. True joy is in the innermost being and it is connected with being clean on the inside. And so David said, give me joy, but he realized he couldn't have true, lasting, real joy, real strength until he was first washed. And so as we're talking about authentic prayer, I'm touching on some themes that we should be really praying about. And again, prayer does not have to be out loud. Prayer can simply be the cry of your heart whether it's silently in your soul, whether it's in your thoughts, it's your reaching out to God, asking him to wash you and asking you to cleanse you. I oftentimes pray what David prayed when he said, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart 
be pleasing to you, O God. That should be one of our deepest prayers every day. We wake up in the morning and we realize the battle that we're in. We're not only dealing with the world, the flesh, and the devil. You know, we're just dealing with ourselves and our own soul and what Paul described as the evil inclination, the evil dwelt in him, the one that wishes to do good in Romans 7. So every day we wake up and we're overcoming, overcoming evil, overcoming our flesh. This is the battle. This is why Jesus said, to him who overcomes, I will grant the right to sit with me and to eat with me in the paradise of God. And so it's this battle to overcome, beloved, and to watch ourselves every day, to examine ourselves every day, because we know that God is always watching us and he's always looking to see what we're gonna do and how much effort we're gonna put in to living for him. I'm not talking about fleshly effort. I'm talking about effort that's produced because of the divine activity of the Holy Spirit. And to balance what I'm saying, I want you to have confidence that the Bible also encourages us by saying that we can be confident that what the Lord began in us, he will complete. Paul wrote, he that began a good work in you will complete it. So at the same time that we are endeavoring and doing our best to overcome every day, practically, know that God is also working by a spirit within us, changing us and transforming us, not by the deeds of righteousness which we've done, but according to his mercy and through the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit. So there's this partnership between God and man. And then David goes on to say in verse number 10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. It goes along with the same theme. This is, the, this is authentic prayer. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Cast be not away from your presence, O Lord. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and renew a willing spirit within me. I love you, beloved. Much more importantly, Jesus loves you, Father loves you. And even as he gave his full life for us, the call on you and I is to give us back completely to him. Todah Rabbah, that's Hebrew for thank you very much to everyone that is supporting this ministry so that we can continue to teach and preach the word of God 
all around the globe. I want you to know those of you that are sowing into this ministry, we receive testimonies every single week. I mean, hundreds of testimonies from people that are telling us that they felt like they heard the word of the Lord for the first time. People that are coming to salvation, people that were falling, that got lifted up by the power and encouragement that's in God's word. And it's because of you that are sowing financially into this ministry that all those people are being helped. If you're being blessed by this ministry and you believe that can bless other people, I wanna ask you to just open your heart to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And if he's prompting you to sow an offering to the Lord through this ministry, I just wanna encourage you to be obedient. And I wanna thank you once again from the bottom of my heart for making it possible for God's kingdom to spread through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Or to give by credit card, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have honored God with our finances while living, but have we considered how we can honor the Lord with our finances when we pass on? For more information, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. In the beginning, man's relationship with God was unhindered. But today, despite all of our knowledge and our understanding, we live in a planet full of hunger, sorrow, and disease. And it seems our prayers often go unanswered. In the key to answered prayer, Rabbi Kurt Schneider uncovers the theme of key prayers in the Old and New Testaments, teaching you how to pray with confidence. Rediscover how to connect with God and have your prayers answered. Get your copy today. Call 800-777-7835 or visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them receive the impartation of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh <laughs> The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up by his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. 
find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. Today's episode concludes the Authentic Prayer series. If you've enjoyed this series and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen.